I want to revisit um, a story that has been making headlines for a while now and has certainly uh, got our attention again. This involves a 42-year-old man, Richard Foley, who has a, a brain disorder that limits his every movement. And so he has been reliant on hospital care for a long, long time. And he's been making news for some time because he launched a a landmark suit a a while back, a few months ago, against the London Hospital caring for him, the provincial and federal governments. And he's been fighting for home care that he chooses and that he alleges health officials have refused to give him. And he claims that instead this hospital has been, you know, pushing, offering medically-assisted suicide. And he wants people to know. He's speaking out because he wants people to know the truth. And he captured some audio of a conversation of one of his healthcare workers, you know, exchanging, having a conversation about this. Take a listen. If I had self-directed funding, then I'd be fine. But but if you weren't, you just you can just apply to get an assisted. If you want it, then you're alive. Like, you know what I mean? You don't have to do it in some dramatic manner, you can apply for assisted, you know. Right. It's not like applying for college, you know. It's not quite that casual. But um, just to give you a bit more uh, information, back in 2017, uh, Mr. Foley was basically told that he would have to leave the hospital because if he were going to have to stay, that he would have to pay $1,500 a day. $1,500 a day. No one can afford that. But then you never should be asked. And so he feels his rights are being violated. And I don't blame him. I want to bring his lawyer into this conversation, Ken Berger. I've spoken with him in the past, but he is representing Mr. Foley. He is with Berger Law Firm and the law offices of Ken Berger. Hello there. Oh, hi, Alex. Uh, good uh, morning on a holiday weekend. I just want to correct you. It's, Ro- uh, it's Roger Foley. Uh, um, I think... Uh, there might have been uh, Richard mentioned. Oh, there you go. Not, it's, uh, that's Roger my... uh, Foley. We're on vacation mode already. Yeah, so. well, <laughs> it doesn't take much, Miss. It does not take much. Thanks for the correction. So let's talk a little bit about why this headline has come back, because I've spoken with you in the past about this situation, and clearly Mr. Foley feels like he needs to speak out. So why does he feel more, you know, that like he needs to continue pushing this? Nothing's uh, happened uh, uh, as uh, yet. He... Filed the case, uh, he uh, requested uh, for the federal minister of justice to put an immediate moratorium on all uh, assisted dying um, cases and examine it, uh, examine the situation carefully. Nothing uh, has uh, been done. Uh, some really, uh, you know, really recent uh, terrible things. Uh, uh, have uh, happened uh, to Mr. Foley. We can't get into that right now. I think that that impacts, and it also. Impacts but we're talking about. We won't go into details. But it has is it a health concern? Like he's a deterioration of health? Uh, I, I, we can't. Okay. We can't get into that okay. at, at the moment. But mm-hmm. I think that that impacts uh, him, uh, and also just the uh, the status and delay uh, of the. Uh, of the case, and there's a need for uh, change. He wants to make sure that his voice is heard before it's uh, too late and time runs out on, on him. That's fairly heartbreaking. You know, this is a young guy who, um, you know, through no fault of his own, finds himself completely reliant on care. 
And I think what he was asking for is not asking too much. If he had to have health care at home, he wanted it done a certain way. Correct. And that uh, did not happen. I think it's reasonable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it's reasonable what uh, uh, he's asked for, uh, and uh, he's been reasonable at, at uh, all times. Uh, I, you know, we obviously take issue that uh, it's more than uh, more than unreasonable what's what's happened to him. It's it's deeply troubling and, and concerning, and, and something really needs to be done to fix this. And so obviously he feels that he needed to somehow document um, the language that was being used around him. And we've had a lot of people um, can, when certainly the issue of of assisted death or assisted suicide came up, a lot of people had, you know, critics of it had said, you know, there's a slippery slope here where, you know, you're going to get health officials um, or parents or people playing God in people's lives where they shouldn't. Is, is, do you believe that that, um, plays into this case where people are playing God or we're going down a slippery slope here? Absolutely. Uh, I think that uh, we have to be extremely uh, cautious uh, with uh, uh, this uh, area because uh, it's irreversible. Right. Uh, once uh, somebody uh, is assisted to die, it's it's really uh, too late. And there are uh, ways to relieve suffering uh, that are is less intrusive, and that needs to be provided first to someone like uh, Mr. Foley. And he's really uh, fighting for his uh, life. He's nobody's supporting him. Uh, nobody's listening to him. Nobody's helping him. It's 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 a tragedy uh, in uh, you know uh, 2018 that something like this is uh, is happening. I mean, we take the we take uh, a really uh, we're, we're really troubled by by uh, this that uh, um, that uh, there were concerns that uh, this might happen with mm-hmm. uh, allowing assisted dying and it is ha- it is happening um, so uh, there's a way to fix it it needs to be fixed uh, we need to start uh, fixing it and that that uh, could uh, already happen but nobody's doing anything and no, and, and certainly when you're in a position like Mr. Foley is, you know, you, you don't necessarily have the time, but you certainly don't have the strength to go up against a system, um, which only compounds and makes everything that much worse. And so who other than yourself does he have to help him? Does he have family? Does he have people in his corner that he's got at least support from emotionally? He has uh, support. He has uh, his uh, brother and uh, actually uh, some uh friends and family members uh, that uh, he has close connections with. And I think that they, um, you know, they are uh, of uh, strong uh, support. But look, uh, um, let's make it clear. Mr. Foley is fighting for his life here. He's, yeah. he's battling a very severe and ravaging illness that's robbing him of, um, you know, basically all his mobility, uh, his ability to eat, his ability to swallow. And the system is turning its back on him. It is, uh, Alex, it is wrong. Something needs to be fixed here. And so just from where he was last time, I know the situation was that he was asking for home care, and they were saying if you don't get out of the hospital, you'll have to pay. Where does that stand now? We um, we sent a, a demand letter at that uh, time before the forced uh, discharge. Unfortunately, the uh, hospital did not, um, you know, execute its plan uh, to send uh, Roger on, on the street, where uh, obviously he would uh, 
who would be uh, dead um, already. Mm-hmm. Um, so fortunately, uh, they haven't gotten uh, gone uh, that far. But um, again, there there's some things that that happened yeah. uh, that are are, are concerning, um, and we need to uh, we need to fix this uh, for. Um, Mr. Foley and fix this for all uh, uh, for all Canadians. So people are actually uh, uh, protected. He's not being protected. Um, he's being exploited, and um, it's it's not not a good situation. No, certainly not. When you you know we claim to live in a country that is one of generosity and compassion, and certainly it doesn't sound like unless I'm missing a big part of this story, which I don't think I am because I've spoken to you before, but. It doesn't seem like it's happening in this case. And unfortunately, um, Mr. Foley is just one guy. He can only do so much. But certainly, I hope at least getting some of the audio out, people might wake up and realize it's, it's worth listening to. We, we hope so. And, and well, I think we uh, uh, Canadians can uh, be the most uh, generous and, and compassionate. But when we lose our compass and yeah. when we don't have laws uh, and uh, government and institutions that are protecting us, uh, then um, we lose the compassion and we lose the generosity that uh, uh, we, we should be as a Canadian um, society. So, um, you know, I think we need to uh, fix things uh, here so uh, we can be generous yeah. and compassionate to people like Mr. Foley and Mr. Foley again. Just quickly before I let you go, what's next? What's next is we're moving the uh, uh, legal uh, case. Uh, we hope to move the legal case. We obviously want institutions and government to uh, act now because the legal case takes uh, a yeah. time uh, to uh, move. We can't get into some of the other uh, issues that are even more troubling uh, than what uh, Mr. Foley already uh, released. Um, uh, eventually, uh, he hopes that at some point uh, he can also um, discuss those issues, but he can't he can't at this yeah, time. I understand that. Well, I, I thank you so much for joining us. I, I appreciate it. Thank you, Alex, and have a good long weekend. Yeah, Take you care. as well. That is Ken Berger, who is um, representing Mr. Foley in this case. And look, I'm sorry. It's troubling. It is It is deeply troubling to hear these kinds of stories. But you think, you know, give the guy some peace, you know. We'll follow that.